will not escape the anointing that breaks the yoke. So thank you, thank you. You may have your seats in his presence. I hope you're happy to be in his presence. Thank you. As persons of God, we need no more to make us happy than to have our Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, our Redeemer, and friend in life. For in him, all spiritual blessings are summed up. As you go about your daily activities, always remember that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was chastised. He was rebuked. Stripped naked, dehumanized before he was brutally murdered. Yet he responded with forgiveness, knowing that his death on the cross would accomplish salvation for mankind. It is this singular act of forgiveness that made Jesus Christ unique. And to his followers, this makes us not like others. Tell your neighbor, I'm not like others. I can't hear you, I'm not like others. Without much ado, Let's quickly turn to the book of Luke 23, verse 34. But before then, I want to ask you this question. When you face the greatest and most painful disappointment of your life from someone you least expected, Or you find yourself being ridiculed and embarrassed from your closest friend, by your closest friend, someone you love so much, a partner, a colleague, a business associate. How would you handle such a real situation? I want you to think about this question as you turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 23 and verse 34. Are you there? Luke 23 verse 34. I read. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. 
There wouldn't have been any reason for our gathering here today if not for that forgiveness Jesus Christ released while on the cross of Calvary. There wouldn't have been any reason for this gathering. We are here but for that statement of forgiveness. Father, forgive them. Who are they? That's the question. This statement includes both the accused and the accuser. It includes both the victim and the perpetrator. Honestly speaking, whether victims or perpetrators, accused or the accuser, we all stand in helpless need of his divine forgiveness. I read again, verse 34. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. This statement was not made in a comfort zone. Take note of that. <laughs> Jesus did not say, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing in the palace. It was not at his convenience. No. It was at the point of greatest pain, anguish, discomfort, and harsh realities of life. Yet, in that agony, he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Today, we who claim to be his followers are looking for a more convenient time, suitable moment to forgive those who have deeply hurt us and let go of offense. Many will say, I need to build a mansion. I need to buy a luxurious car. I need to secure the most lucrative job. I need to settle down before I can forgive that woman, before I can forgive that man, because what he, what she has done to me is so painful. Some will say, if I do not settle down or get the right partner, I will not forgive this man. After so much I have done for him, he issued me a divorce letter. After so much I have done for her, she rejected me. I will not, over my dead body, I will not forgive. I will not forgive. 
how are you sure you will be able to achieve those things without forgiveness ask your neighbor how are you sure you will be able to achieve your heart desire your aspiration without forgiveness When the Bible says forgiveness makes future possible. What you are asking for is in the future. And to step into that future, forgiveness is the key. If you are looking for a more convenient time to forgive those who have deeply hurt you in one way or the other, and let go of offense, that convenient time may never come. Because man proposes while God disposes. listen it is essential to know that the person most hurt by unforgiveness is you tell your neighbor face your neighbor and say neighbor the person most hurt by unforgiveness is you The problem is that when we get offended, we hardly realize that we are trapped by Satan. We hardly. We think it's a normal thing, it's a culture. When we get offended, we hardly realize that we are trapped by Satan. Unforgiveness due to offense is one of the traps Satan uses to hold us in bondage. Now, let's quickly understand much of this issue of offense. Can we turn to the book of Luke, chapter 17, and verse 1? Jesus said, to his disciples. Are you there? Luke chapter 17 verse 1. Jesus said to his disciples, things that cause people to stumble are bound to happen, are bound to come. What are those things? Offense. It means that it is impossible to live this life without being offended. Offense must come. It is inevitable. It is common, very rampant. Remember, offense in itself is not deadly at all. But harboring it in our hearts makes it deadly 
I mean a poison to our spiritual growth. Harboring an offense in the heart, imprisons countless Christians, severs relationships, and widens the existing bridges between us. Yes, it widens the existing bridges within us, between us. Holding an offense against somebody hinders and handicaps you from fulfilling your full potential. Today, it is sad to hear this, that our families and homes which are meant to be a source of inspiration, protection, and growth. Where we give love and receive love are often the very roots of our pain. Husband against wife, wife against husband, business partner against business partner, a servant against master, children against parents, families and homes which are meant to be a source of inspiration, protection and growth. Where we give love and receive love are often the very roots of our pain. Now, let's really see our Lord's Prayer. In same Luke, chapter 11. I will take verse 4 because of time. Forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. Ask your neighbor, have you forgiven those who sinned against you? Again. Again and again. Louder. Again and again. Have you? This is what you would have done before coming to his presence. Therefore, take time to release forgiveness to those who have deeply offended you, who have hurt you deeply, and let go of offense.
When you love your enemies and pray for those who hate you, this releases you from the destructive emotions of anger, resentment, bitterness, outrage, envy, jealousy, and other fruits of the sin, other fruits of sin that imprisons the soul. Now, listen to this. The moment you realize the need to forgive, that is the moment you begin to enter into his presence. Because the key to his presence is forgiveness. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. When you forgive those who have hurt you deeply and let go of offense, something will happen to you that cannot be explained by the ordinary mind. Tell your neighbor, when you forgive, those who have deeply hurt you and let go of offense, something will happen to you that cannot be explained by human mind. Now listen. You will receive in a moment what you are asking for years when you release forgiveness. to those who have deeply hurt you and let go of offense. Tell your neighbor, you receive in a moment what you are asking for years. When you release forgiveness to those who have deeply hurt you and let go of offense. It is true, it is very painful very very painful in that situation you were innocent it is true you never knew the case you were wrongly accused you will receive in a moment what you are asking for years when you release forgiveness to those who have deeply hurt you and let go of offense Now listen, 
at a point of releasing forgiveness to those who have deeply hurt you? Wow. At the point of letting go of offense, you will receive a full package from Jesus. How do I mean? I mean, you receive the kind of healing, the kind of deliverance, the kind of blessing, the kind of success, the kind of breakthrough that will make you and your entire family forget the pain of the past. Nowadays, we seem to experience more divisions among believers, among leaders, and congregations. The reason is that offense is very common due to lack of real love. Forgiveness cannot exist where there is no real love. Real love makes forgiveness happen. Why? Because real love forgets wrongs so that there will be hope for the future. Now, if you have genuinely forgiven, you have truly overcome an offense and earnestly seeking to make peace it is not the right time immediately it may not be the right time immediately but in your heart you still watch out for an opportunity to make restitution and reconciliation This uncommon attitude, uncommon behavior, makes you like unto Jesus Christ, who forgive all without condition, who release all without condition, who lets go of offense. Remember, we are not like others. Thank you very much. I leave you here in faith. And I pray to meet you in faith.